Okay, so this just happened again. Another stylist is feeling torn, is feeling upset, and wants to fire a client. What do you do? Welcome to the Main Beauty Pro Podcast. We're your hosts, Caroline Russell and Noelle Jaglow. If you found yourself here, it means you're ready to scale your business while creating space for freedom in your life. It's time to elevate the conversation around the beauty industry and what it means to run a successful business. You've read the books, followed the social channels, maybe even taken the class, but have you seen results? The world of marketing doesn't need to feel like the wild, wild west, and contrary to popular belief, working in the beauty industry doesn't need to be a grind. Through integrative web design, one-on-one, and group coaching, we provide you with the tools necessary to grab hold of your dream career, one building block at a time. Let's get started. Whether you haven't done it before or you're brand new in the industry, let me tell you, at some point in your career, you will fire a client. It's a matter of when and how you handle it. Clients are watching how you handle things and what's in writing can always be found. So if you're going to talk poorly to a client, maybe you're not even thinking you're talking poorly. Maybe you're just offending why you are charging the client. They can also post that and blast you. Whatever you put in writing, just know that it's very possible that it's going to circulate. Whatever you send in an email, a text, yeah. you know, a DM, I just send it with the thought that how would I feel if this went to a handful of other people? Yeah. Because it could. Whether yeah. it's like being screenshotted or copied and pasted or even just, hey, you're never going to believe what this person right. just sent to me. What you do and what you say, new clients will see. Your current clients will see, which also could turn them away. Being in the industry, I understand how it feels when you have multiple cancellations. If you have three in a week, that could be $1,000. Who knows? And that's a lot of money. And it is how you pay your bills. The fact of the matter is, I hate to say it, but they don't care. They don't care. It sounds harsh, but they just don't. They come to see you for their services, and they love their services, I'm sure, And they probably really like you, but when they leave, they go on with their life. And then until the next six to eight weeks or however soon they come in. By just saying, my time is valuable, you're just making yourself frustrated. You're not like, it's not resonating with them. So we just need to stop, stop defending yourself for it and just enforce a cancellation policy. Ding, 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 ding. Done. Policies. If somebody cancels, okay, sounds good. We can cancel today's appointment. It's a... X amount percentage, you know, 50% cancellation fee, and I can charge your card on file. And yeah. nine times out of 10, they're going to try to make it work because they don't want to get charged. Or they're going to get mad and they're going to be like, why I yeah, like, why are you charging me? But then you just reinforce your policy and say, this is my policy. I have to respect other clients' appointments as well. Because then what it does by phrasing it like that is puts it in their court where they can kind of... I don't know if it it kind of humanizes it and kind of makes right. it like, okay, I wouldn't want that happening to me, so right. I'm not going to do that to somebody else. Okay, click. I understand right. it. It is uncomfortable in the beginning, but once you do it a couple times, it kind of just is what it is. And they get used and to it. And they get used to it, and I feel like they respect you more. They don't respect you when you send them a long text, text angry text message. 
Right. That's just reactive behavior coming from anger. When you come from like a professional standpoint of saying, okay, this is the policy. Do you want to come in tomorrow? This is my policy. Are you still unable to? Because this is what we're going to do if you mm-hmm. can't. And then it, it also leaves it up to them. It's really about accountability. Yeah. It's holding them accountable because, again, it's like if you kind of like turn it on its head, um, you show up for your right. clients. Right. Once you start enforcing your policies and handling things appropriately, your clients get used to it. And I now, if I have a client cancel last minute, I literally get a text that says, hi, I'm so sorry I have to cancel. Please charge my card on file. And Amazing. I'm like, wow, like that is the client that you want. Yes. I like they are saying, I know your time is valuable. Right. It's acknowledging it's respect, really. Yeah. But it's respecting you as a small business owner mm-hmm. and as their stylist. Mm-hmm. You respect their time by showing up for their appointments on time, showing up actually early so that you can mm-hmm. prepare for them. I also feel like when you are If you say to them, my time is valuable and I could have filled this appointment time with somebody else, they may not say it, but internally they're thinking, you're not above me. My time is also valuable. And I'm paying you. And I'm paying you. So I don't even think that... it. Basically, moral of the story, you don't need to defend why you have a cancellation policy in place and you don't need to defend... You just don't need to defend that this is how you make a living. I feel like it just seems like repetitive and like let's meet you out back. Like, let's duke it out. Like, that's what, that's the vibe I get. And you just don't have to because they're going to move on with their lives. They like you. They're going to be loyal until they're not. And if you have a cancellation policy, if they're not happy with it, they're just going to find somebody else and that's okay because then you can find a client who will say, charge my card. You know what I mean? Yeah, who's, yeah a client that's a better fit. Not every client is for you because do you know how many people there are in the world? Like, Some people will be so respectful of your time and some people will not. And the people that aren't, if you piss them off by saying, this is my policy, maybe they're not the client for you. And that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. And it's not that they don't care that they're wasting your time. It's just that they don't think of it that way. They might care, but they don't think like, oh, she won't make this money. They're probably honestly thinking, well, she'll get done a little early today. Like, they don't think about it the same way as you, you know? And, like... Like, I'm doing you a favor. (laughs) Like, oh, you don't have to stay this tonight when it's late in the middle of winter. Like, they're not thinking like that. Right. So, it's not that they don't care. It's that they don't have... Their mindset is not about making money when they go to see you. Their mindset is like, oh, shoot, can we reschedule? Or, like, I had, you know... God knows what. I mean, we've all seen Johnny's the- soccer practice right. ran late today. Oh my god. Another way to soften the blow of a cancellation, make sure that you have a foolproof cancellation policy. And if your cancellation policy doesn't soften the blow for you, the cancellation policy needs to be adjusted. Right. And it needs so, to be in every email reminder. It needs to be on your website. Um, I don't for personally think that you need to put it on your Instagram because I feel like that is a like aggressive. That's maybe. a little aggressive. <laughs> but when they book an appointment, they need to get an email that says, this is your day of appointment. This is the time. This is my policy. And if you're angry that somebody cancels, you're not charging enough for a cancellation policy. Like Totally. A $20 fee for cancellation is not a cancellation policy, by the way. 
if you're just charging $20 when they cancel, like, what is that $20 getting you? Right. You know? Like, I know so many people that charge, like, $25 to $50. And what if it was a four-hour time slot? Yeah. And you could charge 50% of their service fee. Some people charge 100% of their service fee. It all depends on what you want to do. And some people do 24 hours. I do 72 hours because I feel like people wait till the last minute anyways to cancel if they're going to. And 24 hours, to me, is not enough time to, like, scramble to try to fill that appointment if I would like to. Also with emotional reactivity, how do you handle when a client's unhappy with their service? Do you take it personally? Because I used to. I would be so upset. I would think about it before I went to bed. I would think about it when I would wake up if I had to see them that day. I would and hear I, about it whenever it oh happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, well, I would be like, oh, my God, we have a crisis. <laughs> like, yeah, I would think about it constantly. And I feel like now it's kind of big picture. And they can either come to you to fix it or they can go to somebody else and fix it. I mean, to me, if I give somebody a refund, they don't come back because I don't want them to come back. So I 86 that client. When they come at you and say, I don't like my hair, a lot of people will, like, defend their work, and it's fine. It's pretty, but it's not what they envisioned. Right. And that's fine. They may need to pay X amount of dollars to do a different service because it's something different than what they were talking about, or maybe something went wrong in the consultation. Mm -hmm. And that is the stylist or whoever is doing their service. That is your responsibility to understand them in the consultation. And I feel like... 100% of mistakes that are made are consultations that weren't thorough enough. So basically, it's just how you handle this so that the rest of your life, you're not thinking about Susie's hair that you thought was pretty, and then she said her boyfriend hated, so then she hated it. Like, on your days off. You can't let that happen. And it's kind of just taking the emotion out of it for a minute and just looking at the facts and saying, okay, she doesn't like her hair. I can either... Try to fix it, or Refer you let her, her go. Somebody else. Like that's, and so many people I feel like in our industry get so in it, and it is like it's your work, it's personal. I get that, but like that is a time when you have to take a step back, and you take a couple breaths, and you remember that this is a business, and you have to treat it like one. This is not a personal attack on you as a artist. It's customer support. It's customer service. Like Exactly. Someone's just unhappy with the one highlight that's in the front of their head. Right. And okay. so many times it's something as small as that. Yeah. But at the same time, if three out of four times this client wants you to redo their hair, that's not the client for you. Right. You need to refer that client out. If it's not working, know the exit strategy and know how to handle it well. Exactly. Like not every client is for you. And if there's anything I learned when I went independent, it is to let the clients go that are not for you. Because do I miss getting those Friday night emails when they have a glass of wine and decide that they don't like their color anymore? No. Right. And you can easily, if you let that client go, you now have a new spot open for a new client who is so great, you know, loves everything you do, and books every eight weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're questioning if you should fire a client, you should fire the client. If you're not looking forward to seeing them, or at least, like, kind of looking forward to seeing them, they're not the best client for you. And, like, maybe they don't love you either. Maybe they do. But 
if you don't want to go to work and see your clients, you have to spend three hours with your clients sometimes. Yeah. That's a lot. Like, some people see their clients more than they see their family. Yeah. Like, you're spending your time with this, with these people, and time is valuable. So a few things you could do is have a cancellation policy, have a no-show policy, have a late policy, and here's the sweet spot. Enforce the policy. Right. The policies are no good if you don't enforce them. Yeah. And that's where so many people, like, just, it's like a scare tactic, but then they don't actually do anything about it. Right. Why have a policy at all? Right. If you don't enforce it. I think that this is becoming more normalized, too. I'm hearing more and more that people are not only having policies and sharing their policies, but they're enforcing their policies. I think it's to the point now that if you don't have a policy, it's like, why not? Right. You know, it's like that salon doesn't have a policy. They're kind of like putting their stylist in a bad position. I just long for the day when a client will show up and be like, hi, tell me about your policies. Yeah. <laughs> hi, what are your policies? Just so we're all on the same page. And it's almost like it's almost like dating. You're like dating your clients. You totally are. And it's like you meet your clients and for the first time. You're getting to know each other. It's They're so getting is. to know your policies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these policies... They cannot be a soft launch. They have to be that a, is hard, a launch. hard launch, people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Effective yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't, you know, come off um, firm. If you right, if you don't come off firm with your policies, people are not gonna take you seriously. And then if you don't enforce them, they're really not gonna take you seriously. Right. And that's just like, and then they're gonna tell their friends that see you. Well, she didn't charge me for me, so you should be fine. Yeah, it's just like not enforcing your policies. It's just like opening a can of worms. Yeah, that you don't want to. You don't need to. You don't need to walk down that alleyway. No, not without that pepper spray. Not without that cancellation (laughs) policy. (laughs) Yeah, and the reason why we get mad when a client cancels. If you're getting mad, it's because you're not protected. You're not protected when these things happen. If you protect yourself, put up your boundary, you no longer get mad because it's just point blank. It is what it is. So let's talk about what needs to go into a policy. First of all, it needs to be as clear as day. Yes. Like point blank, this is the policy. You will be getting charged the first time you do it. Right, there can be no gray area. Yeah, there's no questioning it. Okay, so a no-show policy can also be the same as your cancellation policy, mine are different. But it's basically if you don't call, don't show up, you are charged X amount of your service price. I charge 100% because I think that's a slap in the face when clients don't do that, when clients do that. Yeah. And I'm not mad about it because, well, I charge them. Yeah. I just got two hours of free time, and I charge them. Yep. Like, it's not, you don't get mad about it if you're protected. A cancellation policy is within X amount of hours, if you cancel, you're charged this much percentage of your services. You also can have in your cancellation policy, 
if they show up and you're expecting to do a highlight and a haircut and they just say they want to highlight, that technically that haircut is a canceled service. So you need to be thinking about this like really detailed. Another policy is a late policy. If the client is running over 15 minutes late is what mine is. I will do my best to accommodate you, but I also may need to reschedule you and you might be charged because I cannot run late for my next client because that's not respectful of their time. Yeah. Another one is a right of refusal. Obviously, we welcome everyone, but if we feel like we're not a good fit, i.e. they're canceling constantly or you're just not getting the color that they want, if you feel uncomfortable or if a client is disrespectful of you or your time, you have the right to refuse service. Because if you're feeling disrespected, that's making you uncomfortable. Who wants to work on somebody that's making you uncomfortable? Right. Then odds are they're also uncomfortable. So it's just not a good situation to be in. Right. You also need a client satisfaction guarantee. So you need to have a number of days that they can contact you saying that they want an adjustment on their service. Whether that's seven days, 14 days, I wouldn't go past 14 because... It's been two weeks. You should have told me. Mm-hmm. I offer complimentary adjustments within reason. If I feel like, yes, I understand what they're saying. I could have done that differently. I'm going to do my best to fix it because I want the client to be happy. But if they simply have a change of heart or they want something different from what was discussed, then that might be a different appointment. And then they would have to book another appointment and then pay for another appointment. Having all these things laid out really protects you as a stylist lash artist, nail tech, esthetician. And it kind of, when you're entering an an agreement, because you kind of are, when you're going to do a client's service, you both kind of have this general agreement that they're going to like it. But if there's not like parameters around that, it, it gets messy. Yeah. So you need to have these things laid out so that everybody knows if you don't like your hair, let me know in seven, within seven days. Yeah. I used to be that stylist that was torn and was upset and was taking it personally. And I've gotten to a point where I'm not torn. It's a yes or a no. And if it's a maybe, it's a no. And it just is what it is. And I move on with my day. And I'm not torn. I'm not upset. I'm not taking it personally. You don't drag it into your personal life. Right. When you know better, you do better. Exactly. Exactly.